Adventist Word of the Week. Good morning, Island Church. How is everyone this morning? Blessed to be here. Are you glad to be in church this morning? Amen. Okay, so are we a faith church here? Was anyone at the Rayma conference yesterday? Who enjoyed it? It was a wonderful time, wasn't it? Yeah, so we're a faith church. God put this on my heart this morning. Um, It's Hebrews 11 and chapter 6. It says, and without faith living within us, it would be impossible to please God. You know, I remember having a conversation with someone last year, and they were saying, you know, oh, yeah, there used to be the Word of Faith movement, but now God is doing a new thing. And I thought, no, he's not. God, you know, it is impossible to please him without faith. So we are a faith church here, amen? We don't accept things like that. It says, for we come to God in faith, knowing that he is real and he rewards the faith of those who passionately seek him. You know, there's no place in the kingdom of God for lazy Christians. Amen. He is looking for someone who is passionately, diligently seeking him. And he promises that he's going to reward you for that. It says, faith opened Noah's heart. So let's just look. Actually, just before I go into that. So yesterday, for those of you that were here, you, we heard, you know, that faith is more than just believing something. There's an act to faith, okay? Faith without works is dead. So there is an action to your faith. So let's look. It says, faith opened Noah's heart to receive revelation and warnings from God about what was coming, even things that had never been seen. But he stepped out in reverent obedience to God. You know, Noah acted, when God told Noah to build that ark, there was no rain. People didn't even know what rain was. Can you imagine how crazy he would have looked? But yet he was faithful because God had told him to do it. So he had faith to know that God was going to bring about what he said he would do. You know, and and, let me just see, where is that verse? Did I write it? Yes, in 2 Chronicles 16, 9, it says that the eyes of the Lord are running to and fro throughout the earth to find somebody, to find somebody. He is looking for somebody so he can show himself strong on their behalf. Is that you this morning? Because he works in the impossible. I have been told, I have been through certain things in my life that I was told that was impossible. And I refuse to accept that. I chose to elevate what God said above the facts because who knows that facts change, but the word of God stands firm. Amen. So it says, Noah acted out in reverent obedience to God and built an ark that would save him and his family. By his faith, the world was condemned, but Noah received God's gift of righteousness that comes by believing. So he didn't just believe though, there was an act to what Noah did. He started building that ark, okay? Let's look at Abraham. It says, faith operated powerfully in Abraham, for when he was put to the test, he offered up Isaac. You know, this was the son that Abraham waited for. Abraham and Sarah waited for for 25 years. And when God said it to him to offer Isaac up as a sacrifice, he rose up early the next morning. What did he do? He put his faith, he acted out his faith. And he started on that three-day journey to Mount Moriah. And you can imagine the thoughts that must have been going through his head. But he still did it. Amen. He acted out in faith. He was obedient to God. 
And this is the part I wanted to get to. It's about Sarah. You know, and a lot of people overlook Sarah. They always talk about Abraham's faith, but what about Sarah? Sarah had a part to play. She was the one that actually conceived the baby, obviously. You know, Abraham and Sarah had a part to play. I'll let you put two and two together there. You know, there was an act to that faith as well. You know, God gave them the word, but they still had to act on that faith. But it says, Sarah's faith embraced God's miracle power to conceive. Her faith embraced it. What is an embrace? She reached out and got it, okay? Today, for us as New Testament believers, we already have it in us, okay? So what are we doing? We're keeping it. So whenever the devil tries to come and tell you that you don't have it, you can have joy knowing he's coming because he knows you have something. He's coming to steal it from you. Do not let him steal it from you. Amen. So it says, Sarah's faith embraced God's miracle work and power to conceive even though she was barren. So she was incapable of producing offspring. Okay, she was told it was impossible and she was past the age of childbearing. For the authority of her faith rested. Now this seems a bit contradictory to what I'm saying. You know, that word rest, it doesn't mean what you think it means. You know, for Sarah's faith to be resting, that meant that she had complete trust in the one who gave her the promise. And you know, there is still acts to that promise. When God gives you that promise, there are still certain things he requires you to do, okay? That doesn't mean, you know, you still have it, but there are certain things that you have to do and rest in. What we have to do is we have to rest to get into that place of complete trust in him. Complete trust in God, the one who made the promise and she tapped into his faithfulness. How many of you know that God is so faithful? He is full of faith. So when you come close to him, you're going to be full of faith. So it all comes back to that place of intimacy, guys. Okay? So just remember, without faith, it's impossible to please him. He requires us to live our life in faith. So I'll ask you this morning, is there something in your life that you have been told that's impossible? Well, I'm here to tell you today that it's possible with God. Okay? Keep standing on the word, keep proclaiming his promise, and you will see it come to pass. But act on that word, amen? Faith without works is dead, and we are not a church that's dead. We act on faith, act in faith, amen? Father God, we just thank you. Lord, we thank you for your precious word. We thank you, Father God, for your presence here this morning, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that you're faithful to be with us. Every time that we meet together, Father God, you said where two or three are gathered, I am there. So we thank you for it. I thank you for your Holy Spirit moving mightily among us this morning, Father. We are expectant, Father God, of a mighty move of your Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word that goes forth in power today, Lord, changing hearts, changing minds. Father God, I thank you for minds to be renewed today to your promises, Father God. I thank you, Father God, now for hearts, good ground in their hearts to be able to receive, Father God. Let them have ears to hear, Father God, and anyone that came in here today will leave changed, Father God, forever. So we just give you all the glory, Father God. We praise you, Lord, as an act of our faith today, Lord. We are gonna thank you in advance, Lord, for the things that we have not yet seen, but we have in Jesus' name, Father. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.